First Sip Brewbox is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brewbox have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPNATIONUSA when you sign up at FirstSipBrewBox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at FirstSipBrewBox.com. Woe to you, O Earth and Sea. It's the Hop Nation. USA Podcast. Episode 73 coming right at you with who else? Myself, Adam, who else? Steve, who else? Kelsey on the Hop Nation USA podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Steve, how are you on this fine recording session? I am happy to be on the show. However, just general life is a pain. Oh, okay. <laughs> of sickness and tiredness. I'm going to have a beer about it. Yes, yes, you will. Yeah. Yes, so on a much, much lighter side of things, uh, we honestly have ourselves a pretty good guest host. Uh, She's been here before. She's one of the best that we got. Kelsey, welcome back to the show. Thank you. We are so happy to have you back. You bring levity to the group, and we appreciate that. Thank you. I do what I can. I kind of feel like I'm on NPR right now a little bit. Like, that was a very NPR-y intro that you did, I feel like. You like that? Yeah. Yeah. And now here's weather. <laughs> You've got to throw it to Paige Larkin Jacobs and Larkin Paige Jacobs in WESA Studios. 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 <laughs> no, seriously. It was Tiny Desk. Tiny, oh, the Tiny Desk concerts are great. Um, no, thanks for having me back, guys. I always like coming on. Great. Yeah. We are happy to have you here. Because we're, we're here to talk about beer. You like to talk about beer. So I, let's talk about beer. Let's talk about some beer kind of beer we're going to talk about today so we're going to talk about good beer good Uh, beer we have not had this style of beer can you define good beer for us beer that i like (laughs) okay great (laughs) that's it very simple okay okay (laughs) the most very subjective (laughs) yeah it's true sure good beer is very subjective yeah well for the most part there, there are some uh i'll just say american i think that's objectively bad for the most part. Yeah. For the most part. However, I'll guarantee you there's somebody out there that does genuinely like American. And they're also object- objectively bad. Yes. <laughs> they're a, an objectively bad right. person. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Kelsey, you were about to say? I was going to say, can you tell us what like, what kind of beer are we drinking tonight? Absolutely. Uh, I am going to introduce this beer. It is a style of beer that is one of my favorites, and I'm really surprised we haven't had it on the show here before. We've had similar styles, but not this style in particular. But the uh, the good old-fashioned Hefeweizen. We've, yes. had, we've had Hefeweizens in the past. Yeah. We've just never Correct. dedicated an episode to it. Right. So and wait, the whole show is Hefeweizens? The whole show is Hefeweizens. So I am happy. I am on cloud nine. I'm sure everybody can tell. <laughs> I actually need you to, like, rein it in just a little I'm bit. I'm sorry. I apologize for that outburst. Your excitement's getting a little out of control that right out, now. That outburst. <laughs> How dare you? I'll sit back down. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, this is one of the the favorite beers, in my personal opinion. It's one of the best beers to have. It's an enjoyable one to make. I just really like it. That's it. So we're going to have it. 
Great. Okie doke. Cool. Agreed. What's our What's our first beer this evening, so Adam? Our first <laughs> beer is from a brewery out of Cincinnati. Okay. It is Cincy Made. Uh, this is Rheingeist, uh, the Hue. Oh. The Hue. H U G H, not H U E. Okay. Okay. Yes. So Hue, not Hue. Right. Duh. Right. Hue. Obviously. Hugh. Or Hugh. <laughs> it's the Hugh. <laughs> <laughs> No, it is not the hook. Okay. So, uh, quick numbers, 5.4 and 10. All right. Percentage okay. in IBUs. Makes makes sense. Respectively. Yeah. Can you maybe give the audience a little bit of a background on what the Hefeweizen is? And uh... So, the Hefeweizen is a wheat-based beer. You have to have at least 51% of your grain bill be wheat-based. Oh. Uh, so oh. Wheat in the hue? Wheat. Wheat in the hue. <laughs> yes. So whenever you have a, a classically brewed Hefeweizen, it's usually going to have notes of clove and banana. It's going to have a light color to it, a little darker than a straw. It's not going to be particularly clear. It's going to be good and cloudy. And one of the best parts of it is the head is typically a nice, crisp, white, and fluffy head. Uh, and it's going to stick around for a while. Unlike other styles of beers where the head will dissipate very quickly, the Hefeweizen is not like that. It will stick around for a while. It'll be a showpiece. Couldn't have said it better myself. Well said. Thank you. I appreciate that. That was right off the top of my head, too. Yeah. Well, it should be. That's one of your yeah. favorites. <laughs> this is this style. I I do say is in your wheelhouse, Adam. So you it know, is. I would hope you'd be able to explain it eloquently. Oh, ab- absolutely. <laughs> this is one of the the first beers that may be like craft beer. Uh, beforehand, I was always going down the path of what other new craft beer drinkers will do is go with the IPAs because it's different. But eventually, I didn't like IPAs. I came to that realization when I started going in other directions, such as. The wheat beers and your Hefeweizen's like, oh, this is way better. This has that nice clove flavor. has that nice banana flavor. I dig on this. And then I started digging on this. And I continue to dig on it to this day. And probably will continue in the future. Yes. I see no stopping the digging. (laughs) He has it marked in his calendar. 2023, no more Hefeweizen's. (laughs) I need to get all of my Hefeweizen's in. <laughs> now, <laughs> hopefully they never become too popular and put him off. And right. I don't. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be the the heavy hipster. Right. I liked them before they were cool. Because <laughs> I know how how much of your opinion is swayed by public opinion. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the heavy hipster. <laughs> I could see that actually. You know, you got like stylish hat on, and you're at some beer events, and you're just like all about the hefeweizens, and you're just Hefeweizen this and hefty that and mm, the notes of clove and <laughs> and I'm gonna have a big white fluffy wig on. I think as Maybe. a he- as a heavy hipster, you would actually have to smoke clove cigarettes. That yeah. is correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Oh man. Oh, yeah. Get ready to take that up as a hobby yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare yourself. I don't have to start my own Instagram account as the the heavy hipster. <laughs> You might have to. That's right. Valencia, everything. (laughs) (laughs) So, looking at this beer, it had a nice, big, fluffy white head, although it quickly dissipated. It did. did I was kind of disappointed in that one. So, my bad. Or perhaps it's Rheingeist's bad. Yeah. Yeah, Don't take the blame for them. That's right. They know what they did. (laughs) Uh, It is a very clear beer, which is is also kind of against what Adam said. Yeah. Yeah. 
Damn it. <laughs> uh, you know, it, that, again, that's not necessarily your fault. Maybe they didn't uh, brew with the wheat, or maybe they filtered it extra. Let's say they have to brew it with the wheat. Well, mm-hmm. People lie. That is true. <laughs> that is true. You can't believe everything people say. But I, I seem to believe that Rheingeist would do things the correct way. Yeah. I've had beers from them before. Uh, they usually do it the correct way. Yeah, and no, it, it does say that there's uh, wheat on the can. So. Yeah. 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 Shall we try this? We shall. We shall. On the nose, it does smell like a Hefeweizen. It does. It's very oh, malty. It's very uh, bready. I, yeah, smell I, to it. It smells like wheat bread, actually. There you go. Like, I don't know. I don't eat a lot of wheat bread, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with that information. Well, I was trying to, I was trying to name like a a, a bakery instead of just saying great value <laughs> wheat bread, because <laughs> saying great value makes it sound cheap. <laughs> go with uh, Roman meal. Okay, sure. It's That's a bread. It, it smells like is Roman it? meal wheat. I'm 99% sure Roman meal is a type of bread. Or a, a, a Pepperidge Farm is a type of bakery. Yes. Like that does bread. Okay, sure. Pepper, Pe- Pepperidge Farm. Yeah. yeah, it smells like Pepperidge oh, Farm wheat bread. Yeah. All right, let's taste this. Interesting. How so? Well, it. Uh, I have to try it again because it seems a lot more pointed. Usually, Hefeweizens are a nice, smooth. I, I can't use the word pillowy because we've used that too much before in past episodes. But this uh, this seems we very... used it in one episode that I said correct <laughs> correct and it was still overused. Uh, I'm I'm still going to say it's a bit sharp on the taste more so than I was expecting. I don't know. I don't find it all that sharp. But huh. then again, I'm I'm into beers that are way more sharp on other things. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like IPAs and stuff. I enjoy like a, a six point resin. That's a really sharp beer. <laughs> it's like slap you in the mouth. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, obviously, as, as compared to others, or even when you get into the sour category, this is nowhere near that. Yeah. Exactly. However, in the realm of the Hefeweizen, this seems a bit much. I see what you're saying. Like mm-hmm. if we're speaking strictly about. The Hefeweizen Correct, style. correct. That was that was the realm I was sticking in. I would I would agree. It has a little, it's a little more forward. Mm-hmm. Not 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 in the way of bitterness by any stretch. No. Obviously, no, 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 it no, has no, ten no, IBUs. No. Uh, you ain't gonna do much with that. No. No, the beer's not bitter at all. It, no, no, no. It just has that maltiness. Maybe a little bit on the clove spice. Mm-hmm. That's a, yeah. that's what's a little forward. I'm not getting a ton of banana, but that uh-uh. just might be me. Correct. No, no I'm not getting okay, either. Okay, great. Yeah. So it's not just me. <laughs> yep. We agree on the lack of banana. <laughs> not no that banana. I'm saying that's maybe necessarily a bad thing. Because sometimes I think some has a vi- Some of them definitely yeah. do get too sweet yeah. with the bananas. Mm-hmm. Some of them get too banana-y. But again, that comes down to a brewer's choice of what direction they're looking for. Also true. I don't know. I'm okay with this. Oh, yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I just it's It went on the other side of the spectrum that I was anticipating. Okay. Uh, and okay. it's still within the bounds. Yeah, no. By all yeah. means. Yeah, it's still within the bounds of a half of bison. And the uh, side note, can we make sure that we don't use the hashtag banana forward? Because I don't want a bunch of dick jokes on Twitter. <laughs> so, hashtag banana forward. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's hashtag banana forward, not hashtag forward your banana. <laughs> That's true. Kelsey, aren't you glad you came on this episode so we can have banana jokes? I'm so excited that oh, I did. God so damn it. I don't know if you did that on purpose or not. Yeah, I really Actually, hope. no. Oh, no. Yeah. No, really? Adam, you didn't do that whole sentence on purpose. How do I even try to keep a straight face and answer you now knowing that it wasn't on purpose? Did you listen to yourself? Did you listen to yourself? Did you hear the story uh, before we started recording? Yes, I did. It happens more than oh. once. 
<laughs> Aren't you glad you came on this show? Oh my gosh. I'm going to quit. <laughs> Dear listeners, this is the last time you'll hear me on Hop Nation USA. I'm done. <laughs> No, just kidding. I said you had a good run, but we'd like to have you back. <laughs> I did have a good run. Sometimes it's hard, Kelsey, because I don't understand if Adam is like a master manipulator who controls the conversation to get to these terrible, disgusting puns, <laughs> or, or if he's just actually that quick. <laughs> Sometimes. I can't tell. Or if he just trips over his own dick. <laughs> And falls into a groaner. <laughs> you are welcome. Yeah, I can't. Sometimes it's like, oh, well done. Sometimes it's like, oh, no. And sometimes it's like, do you listen to yourself? Okay. We're on the spectrum. We're all over the place right now. Can you not use on the spectrum? <laughs> you already said the hue was on the spectrum, so... <laughs> I'm just using your phrasing, Adam. I'm just That's playing fair. off the words you're using. That's fair. I can appreciate that. Yeah. Let's move on. Yes, yes, please. Let's move on. Let's move on. What did everybody do this weekend? Drank beer. Me too. I Kelsey. worked. Boo. A boo. But I had some beer. <laughs> do, you want, do you want to hear about the fun we had instead? Yes. <laughs> and you can live vicariously. Can I please? I yeah. really want to. I want to hear everything. So I'll begin. Please. Yes, please. Because I had the most fun, I think. <laughs> yes, I and believe you did. <laughs> yeah. Start from the beginning. Don't leave anything out. <laughs> Uh, I attended Fresh Fest, the, the event that pretty much everybody had been hyping for weeks that we hyped on the show for three, four weeks. I'm right. so jealous. Yeah. Uh, it was a damn good time. Right on. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's a damn good time, and I fully expected to be back next year, so I'm, I have no qualms about speaking about it to you know get people enticed to go to it next year. Mm -hmm. For being a first year... Uh, beer event that's like something that's really hard mm -hmm. to do they definitely pulled it off and they pulled off a lot of the other like special things th that make it stand out being one they brought in uh black owned breweries right from outside of pennsylvania that's kind of rare to begin with is seeing breweries that aren't in certain distribution networks or just you know being local in general which i think is fantastic yeah that mm -hmm. they were able to do that yeah the other thing they did, which is getting popularity, I think, in beer fests, because we we see it in Brutal, and it's also part of the uh, Pittsburgh uh, Brewers Guild event that's coming up, but they had collaboration brews, yes. and I think that's a really big thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but they, because this was meant to promote diversity in brewing and uh, just black culture in general, all the, col uh, all the collaborations were uh, made with black business owners or uh, artists in the area. I love that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's so cool. And they made some killer fucking beer. <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah. Yeah. For example. Well, for example, uh, I mean, we talked about it on episode 72, or 71, actually, with uh, Allegheny City Brewing and Dennis. They brewed you know, uh, a black IPA Ooh. together. And that beer was pretty killer. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it looked like, it kind of looked like a coffee latte. Okay. Ooh. But it was really hoppy, so... <laughs> Yeah, it was an interesting, it was a very interesting beer. I liked that bunch. I will say, though, wasn't my favorite. Okay. Just okay. because there were two other beers that got really wild and Go were really good. So uh, one of them was uh, from Rock Bottom. Uh, Meg Evans, she brewed a, another Brute IPA 
Okay. Uh, but it was like a passion fruit. Oh. Uh, yeah. It was a passion mm. fruit brute IPA. I'm surprised you didn't call it a passion brute. She could have called it a fruit brute. Oh, Fucking Lance. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. It was really fruity, but it was also really dry. I think it was actually better than the one that we had on the episode we did with her. That's a bold statement. Yeah. And then the other beer I had, which I think it was my favorite. <laughs> okay. I think it was. <laughs> I drank a lot of beers this yeah. morning, guys. I, I, drank, I drank a good amount of beer, but it, it stood out to me just because of its inventiveness and experimentalness. Uh, but from Blo- uh, Bloom Brew, they had a Mesquite Habanero barbecue beer. What? Yeah. Say those words again in order, please. Mesquite Habanero barbecue beer. That's bananas. No. Mesquite <laughs> barbecue <laughs> habanero. It yes. was yeah. It was spicy. It was smoky. Yes. It was everything you could want for just like it. It was called for the cookout. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And like that's the kind of beer you want for a cookout. Nice. Yeah. So it sounds like they took the cue from Dewclaw and turned it all the way up to eleven. Uh that that beer can go fuck itself. Okay. Compared to this one. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I love Duclaw, but that beer can go fuck itself compared I don't think to. I've had the cue from Duclaw. I mean, it, it's it's worth a try. It, it's pretty divisive, I think, among okay. people. Yeah. It's either you want it yeah. or you don't want it. Right. Okay. Right. Did it have any like particular style of beer, or was it just more of a? Uh, the best. We're gonna I- throw all this together and <laughs> see what comes out. The, the best I could give you is it was a. Uh, probably a brown ale. Okay. Yeah. It's Seems like it, a good base yeah. for that yeah. sort of thing. I I have this thing, and we've talked about it, how like styles are just kind of losing their yeah. prevalence mm-hmm. in a way. And I think when you get to so many different adjuncts, you definitely lose. Right. <laughs> you no, know? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, because, because all those other flavors cover up, you know, what the base yeah. beer would have been. I think the overarching styles are just a loose terminology. Yeah, yeah. It's like a loose family to group right. all of this under. Right. <laughs> so do you know who that was in collaboration with? It was uh, brewed in conjunction with uh, Cocopreneur. Okay. And Cocopreneur is a uh, kind of a blog, you know, social media sites. Gotcha. That okay. are for promoting uh, black-owned businesses in Pittsburgh. Nice. Oh, right on. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, were there any beers that you were like, mm, I could live without that in my life again? And then outside of the Mesquite one, did you have any other beers that you were like, I need this in my life more. <laughs> uh, let's see. A couple other beers I had that I enjoyed. Uh, Grist House, they have their Lucid series. Right. Uh, they had the can of the Lucid Pelican there. Ooh. All right. So that, that was a newer release, and that's pretty top notch. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had the Lucid Pelican yeah. yet, so. Uh, let's see. What else? Um, Fury's collaboration called the Dreamsicle. Ooh. Um, it was, uh, again, kind of a, an orange, you know, Dreamsicle IPA. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. So, some, something we've seen a number of times, but right. they, yeah. they did a good version of it. I'm sorry, I don't remember who they were uh, uh, paired with to do that. And then my final questions. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm just living vicariously sure, through sure, your weekend. Sure. <laughs> uh, Adam, don't worry. Questions are coming your way when we talk about your That's weekend. That's okay. I am prepped. Um, were there any new breweries that debuted that are local to the area that you hadn't seen yet? Not really. Uh, yeah, everything that was there is like somebody that I had seen in the mm-hmm. past. Okay. They got a lot, of mostly established names okay. for, for that event. Um, like I said before, they brought in black owned breweries mm-hmm. from, you know, all over the country. Um, there was one also that they're kind of in their Kickstarter phase. 
Okay. Uh, called Harris Family Brewing. Okay. And they're out of Harrisburg, but the owner and brewer's last name is also Harris. So. Oh, well, that's convenient. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they're looking to become uh, Pennsylvania's first black-owned brewery. I love that. So they have a, they have a Kickstarter, and I'm sure we'll put a link up to it. Yeah. At some point, Let's but do uh, it. Yeah, they they had a Imperial Cream Ale on tap. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It was pretty good. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had an Imperial. I don't cream believe ale. I have either. Like it, it was it was pretty rich, but also they they employed using like a a good bit of corn and like smoked corn. Okay. Into the into the mash, and so it gave it a little bit of a a smell of corn whiskey, but it also tasted like. I don't know. It tasted kind of smoky and rich mm. in that way. Okay. So, yeah. Right on. Cool. Yeah. Well, hopefully next year I will be able to go to this event. <laughs> Agreed. I will put it on the calendar now. Right. As a future. <laughs> and, and judging from the buzz that I had heard, it's probably going to happen next yeah. year. Yeah, it's probably going to happen next year. I mean, they're already kind of looking for sponsorship. That's the other thing is they they did it um, this year without sponsorship, really. Which is ridiculous. Wait, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah, they kind of did it without sponsorship this Good year. For them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's so, incredible. But they they already put out a call. Um, yeah, I think I think Dave Bracy put up on his Twitter, just looking for somebody. Like if anybody has any uh, experience reaching out to sponsors, right. and I have a bunch of people that are going to be pouring in. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it, this this. From what I had heard and what I understand, this is a really good event uh, that a lot of people are embraced. Yeah. They set themselves apart from every other beer fest. Very true. Mm-hmm. Very so. true. And that is something that is uh, the exact opposite of what I had. Yeah. Yes, Adam. Tell us about your weekend. <laughs> tell us about what you did. <sighs> That's all I'm going to say. No, uh, <laughs> there was uh, the other, there were three or four events going on in Pittsburgh, but the other large scale event was the PNC Park uh, Craft Beer, Craft Wine, and Craft Spirits Festival. Yes. You brought this up a few weeks ago when I was on. Yes. It was fun. Uh, it's pretty hard to have a bad time at a beer festival. However, uh, I don't believe it, it had the same vibe as what Fresh Fest would have mm-hmm. or Beers at the Berg or uh, the Big Pour or any of the other kind of local-centric beer fests are. You could tell that this was definitely a corporate uh, okay. beer fest, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that yeah, makes a that lot of sense. sense. Yeah. <laughs> I, there, were plenty, there was plenty of beer. There was plenty of wine. There was plenty of spirits. However, uh, the vast majority of tables that were dispensing, the people that were doing the pouring, they had no idea. You couldn't. You there, okay. Okay. there were no. The brewers weren't there. The you know the people that work at the at the breweries, they weren't there. It was just volunteers or paid paid pourers. Mm-hmm. Here's your beer. Get out of line. Here's your beer. Get out of line. That kind of thing. <laughs> I, I, and I've seen that before. Uh, I think they kind of do that at the winter beer fest as well. A little bit. I'm sorry. I, I just got this image of in my head, and like you take the old uh, the old cartoon music of the factory. Dun, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining people in line cycling through. That's kind of what it was. It's a good image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Powerhouse by Raymond Scott. Yeah, there you go. It, it actually is. No, he, he's he's actually no. right. I only know I I know that because I've used it in editing videos. I don't know why he knows that. It's a good song. <laughs> the more you know, with Adam. You just pull these random trivia facts out. I'm like, what is happening? 1950s jazz with Adam. 
<laughs> that could be a whole segment. Oh boy. <laughs> With jazz, cigarettes, and everything. Yes. <laughs> but it, it, it was a nice event. Uh, we did have uh, VIP tickets, mm-hmm. uh, okay. and that got us up into the uh, 200 level of PNC Park, which pretty, is pretty the, fancy. The club pinkies out everyone. Oh. Uh, so that that did get you up into the club level. The uh, the I think they call it the 3,000 club, the Pittsburgh club, uh, mm-hmm. that sort of area. And they did have some some exclusive beers up there. "Quote unquote." Uh, <laughs> can, can you give us some examples? Yes. Like, you, like you, to... you said it's like pretty corporate, but yeah, I did like, like I have examples. images. <laughs> so it, it, there were. Uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, Dogfish Head. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had they had beers from Dogfish Head. Uh, they had the uh, whatever their pumpkin beer is. I think it's just called the pumpkin ale. Mm-hmm. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. It's too soon. I, I know. I know. Uh, they had that, and they did have the bitches brew. Okay. Uh, which, yeah, okay. It's not an un. It's an uncommon beer, but it's not rare by any stretch of the imagination. Right. Like Erie Brewing Company, uh, they had the Salil Shandy, and they had the Johnny Rails Pumpkin Ale. Again, uh, yeah. Again with the pumpkin. You can find, you can find those. Right. Yeah. So not that those are bad beers by no. any stretch. It, they're just not uncommon beers are things that you strive to go find. If you are a, a craft beer drinker going in there, chances are you've had at least half of it. Probably. Yeah. Well, if not more. Can you speak to like some of the wine and spirits? Like, Was Wiggle there? I didn't see Wiggle there. Mm. Uh, was Maggie's rum? Didn't see him. Mm. So so who was representing yeah, who was like there? the spirits? Uh, I don't even remember. Okay. There <laughs> it, it, it was a bunch of stuff that I... I they kind of just filled in the void. Like I, I tried cocktails, I tried some some whiskeys and things like that, but there was nothing that kind of jumped out at me. There was nothing. Oh, I know these, you know, these distillers. I know this. I know them. There was nothing like that. Okay. It okay. was just kind of. Yeah. So were the spirits presented more in cocktail form, or were you able to try them on their own? It was a bit of a split. Okay. Uh, there were some prepared cocktails. There were some that was just here try a shot, and then there were some that were supposed to be cocktails, but just ended up like shots. Fair. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was one in particular. Uh, whoever was tending bar there, she was supposed to be making some sort of raspberry blueberry cocktail, and it just ate, tasted like whiskey. Sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. what you get for getting volunteers. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, all in all, it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. But... but if I had the choice again between this and Fresh Fest, I know where I would go. See, yeah. See, that's really interesting that that they would put on that kind of event in pittsburgh and not use kind of the local flair yeah right how do you yeah yeah I, especially I, at pnc park like people going to that event are gonna be like you know what i want to the ballpark i want the perks of the ballpark but i want to be able to i want to be able to drink local right i i want this to be a pittsburgh day yeah yeah and, and it, you could do that i mean they did have some local representation there um, I saw Voodoo there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Knock and Nog and Ciders was there. Okay. Uh, yes, there were some local representatives. I, I won't even say it was well attended. Uh, it, I would say it was almost over attended. Oh, interesting. Uh, the okay. lines were very long. And uh, obviously, uh, you get a lot of people. It's basically like going to a Pirates game. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, except that there's lines of people trying to get beer. Mm. Uh, but it, it was crowded. Uh, to say the least. Bottom line, it was enjoyable. Uh, that was more enjoying friendship uh, than going and trying all the beers. Got it. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I guess. I, I, <laughs> there was, uh, I don't know, there was plenty of friendship and, uh, you know, fun to be had at Fresh Fest. <laughs> no, I get that. I get that. Which I, was also actually over-attended. 
I had heard that. Yeah, yes. because they they ran out of glasses a number oh. of times, and mm-hmm. they finally got down to the point that they had to use plastic cups. Yeah, so the it was over tinted, but it actually it never seemed crowded because there was just a lot of space at Nova Place. Uh, yeah, just out in the courtyard. Yeah, and like you. Could, People could go and sit down at Federal Galley, yeah, and just chill out. Mm, so I like Federal Galley. Yeah, so like that whole that whole entire space. Plus yeah. the inside was open as well. Oh, nice. yeah, yeah, nice. And you could go inside and use the bathroom and not like <laughs> piss in a porta potty like an animal. <laughs> no. Those were there, but like you know, you right. be a dignified human. Exactly. Yeah, you didn't have to act like a raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, a much better event. Yeah. Well, thanks for letting me live vicariously through you both. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> so it sounds like uh, we were part of uh, two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in yeah. that somebody experienced a very corporate and humdrum event. <laughs> it wasn't bad. It just wasn't great. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I don't care. I wasn't there. It was bad. <laughs> but, but nobody got stabbed that I know of. Okay, fine. That's but, the line. Okay. <laughs> that's not my line. Not anymore. There's too many goddamn beer fests. <laughs> you have to be. You have to bring something interesting to the table. You can't just be. True. Your your hook can't be that it's at PNC Park. And that's exactly what they were relying yeah, on. Yeah. I'll guarantee you that's what they were relying yeah. on. That can't be your hook. Your hook has to be we're doing collaborations or we have music or you know, we're bringing breweries from out of fucking nowhere. Like right. you have to have more nowadays. The Pittsburgh consumer is smarter mm-hmm. than it used Absolutely. to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. And more informed. Right. Yeah. Thank you to uh, certain podcasts. I like to think. <laughs> yes. Drinking partners. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but then us. <laughs> but then us, number two. <laughs> I mean, after also, you know, breaking brews and, <laughs> and should I drink that? But, you know, but after those guys, then. <laughs> We're definitely top five. Yeah, top five. Top, top five, five, easily. <laughs> um, speaking of informing our listeners, mm-hmm. do we want to get back to this beer at all? We can, we can. Oh. I mean, but, we don't have to, but, like, we well, should. Well, no, I mean, we it's should. The, it's, it's the format of the show. Right, so. Format of the show, so we should. Yeah. But first, I must compliment that segue. Smooth as ice. Well done. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. That's why you keep bringing me back. That's right. <laughs> Good work, Kelsey. Thank you. You've now volunteered yourself for final thoughts on the beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Okay. That's, I mean, I, I don't, I want to see what else comes across the table this evening that we're going to be talking about because listeners, I don't even know. Um, <laughs> I know they're going to be half a bison. It's 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 a decent half a bison. Uh yes, <laughs> it decent. is a decent half a bison. I, I I don't know. It just seems like something Ryan Geist has built into their catalog. Yeah. To offer a half a bison in Cincinnati, it's not like I don't know. It doesn't stand out in any way to me, but I don't dislike it, and I would probably drink it. It's an easy enough drinker. So yeah. yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't turn it down if it's the only Hefeweizen on tap. So, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. If it was the only one on tap, yeah, I'd be okay with it. I feel that there's probably better ones out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I I, I think the wine Stefaner. Yes. I did it right this time. The wine Stefaner. The wine Stefaner. The <laughs> wine Stefaner, the Polliner. Yeah. Uh, even you get into the Hofbrauhaus Hefe. Yeah, I like yeah. the Hofbrauhaus House yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 I'm not saying that this is a bad one by any stretch no. of the imagination, but it, it there's some pretty stiff competition out there that's been doing a lot longer than Rheingeist. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So. They're just new to the game. Yeah. They'll perfect it and, you know, make it their own. Yeah. Well, like I said, I think it's just part of their catalog, and it's just not everybody offers a Hefeweizen, so. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So nice that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's take a break. Let's reload. Okay. Okay. And come back. 
check this out. There's a Seattle company called Devor that enables discovery of new and exciting beers and breweries. Devor gets the best independent beer from literally around the world. Denmark, New Zealand, Belgium, and of course everywhere in the US. The app is incredibly simple to use to get some ridiculously good beers delivered right to your door. And right now, anyone who signs up with the code HOPNATION can save $10 off their order of over $25. That's T-A-V-O-U-R dot com. Tavor. And we're back. We are. Segment two. About to hit. We doing halfies. Okay. <laughs> Tell it back there. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you're too you're too riled up this episode, Adam. <laughs> Sorry. I've just been waiting. I know. 72 previous episodes for an entire episode to be all about Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen. And this yeah. is the one. I mean, I I don't I guess I stopped paying attention and somehow right. he just snuck this one in. So, yeah, he gets one. <laughs> right. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. This is your gift. I know. I know. I cashed in both my birthday and Christmas. <laughs> birthday and Christmas, he gets to have a half of Eisen episode. Mm. And next birthday. Man. No, okay, we'll give you next no, birthday. No, ne- no, next birthday and next Christmas cash in will probably be a sour episode. Possibly. Probably. Yeah, possibly, yes. I think that's yeah. Having like talked to you and like drank with you, like I feel like that's the direction we're headed. I feel like this is the stepping stone into Yeah. Yeah, I, I am a big fan of the sours. I I I feel that that is the the other niche, um, besides IPAs that you can either love or hate. Very true. Very yeah. true. <laughs> but we're talking half of license. And I have the next one. What is it? So the next Hefeweizen is from a Weinstefaner. Weinstefaner. We talked about them in the last segment. Yes. And it's also a collaboration. With whom? This is a collaboration with Sierra Nevada. Oh. Very nice. All right. Mm -hmm. It's called the Brow Pack. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. It's called the Brow Pack. Is there a bear on the label? There is a bear on the label. What is the bear doing? Uh, well, he's given the uh, he's given the shaka, the you know the pinky and the thumb. Yeah, right on. You know, I don't understand why because he's also dressed as a uh, classic Trappist monk, mm-hmm. okay. and he's a uh, he's carrying a yoke of uh, two barrels of Weinstefaner. Well, one barrel says Weinstefaner, the other says Sierra Nevada. I huh. think the, I think the shaka is representing Sierra Nevada's Californianness. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. And so yeah. there's a lot to unpack on that label. There is right. the The bear probably speaks German, yeah. uh, but also ends a lot of uh, sentence yeah, with <laughs> "dude." Right. <laughs> <laughs> so th- this yeah, is going dude. to be a a hella good. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a hella good bear. <laughs> it's a six percent on the ABV. Okay. Okay. Yeah, six percent on the ABV. And strangely, mm-hmm. a little bit more on the IBUs, uh, 35. Ooh. That's risky high. business. Yeah, it's a bit high That's for... risky business. Yeah. Uh, it's meant to be an amber Hefeweizen, oh, so okay. we'll see what the color comes out like. All right. But there's a... Supposed to get notes of peach, apricot, and grapefruit. Really? From the hops that are used, the Chinook and the Amarillo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Neat. So, yeah... Looking at a possibly much more complex Hefeweizen than what we had last. I'm all right with that. I hope it's not too apricotty. Apricotty? Apricotty. I love apricots. I love dried apricots. I love fresh apricots. I love anything made with apricots except beer. Huh. <laughs> oh, that's strange. We are learning so much about you. Maybe tonight. I just haven't had like a really well done apricot beer, but I also 
think I've just been like magic hat number nine just did me in, I think. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that one. And now I'm just a little gun shy to order an apricot beer when I see it on the menu. I get that. That's weird. You don't like that beer either. I, I I don't know. I just kind of I actually like number nine. Is I think it's the only magic hat beer I like. <laughs> well, yeah, we've had some real uh, duds yeah. on the show from them before. The mother lager is what I'm talking mm. about specifically. It stinks on ice. I have not had the mother lager. Keep it I don't way. I don't think you'll have it again. I we, think it's we, going yeah. away. When we were uh, when we were home brewing and uh, well, yeah. when we were bottling our home brews recently, yeah. we found a bottle of mother lager that was empty. And it said limited run. Oh, yeah. So I'm thinking mm. it's probably not going to come back. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank goodness. But let's get back to this one. The brow pocked. It's brow pocked. definitely darker in color than the other one that we had. Yeah. It is, but it is. But not by much. Correct. It's more in line of what I would see with a, a traditional Hefeweizen. Yes. This is a nice yeah. frothy. Yes. Yeah. Frothy head that frothy didn't head. dissipate. Yeah. Right. This is the type of head I would anticipate. Yeah. Yeah, it, this is much more in line it, all over with looks. Both yeah. the frothy head, it's more cloudy as well. Um, yeah, it, it, this looks, aside from the slightly darker color, Yeah, it's much more in line with what I expect from a Hefeweizen. The classic Hefeweizen look. Uh, yes. So Again, this is brewed by Von Stefaner, though, so they, they got they, it down. They kind of know what they're <laughs> they doing. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. They're like the gold star. <laughs> yeah. On the nose, there is a little bit of hoppiness there. A little bit. Yeah, a slight bit of hop. I smell... I think it's also, like, citrusy. Yes. You agreed. know, like, we're... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it still has the uh, the maltiness there, too. Yeah, I don't get it as much, but, yeah, it's still there. It does. Yeah, it doesn't smell like a Hefeweizen, but it also doesn't smell like an IPA. Right, right. And so, yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Hmm. I don't know what to make of that. <laughs> I believe the silence says it all because nobody wants to go first. I need to read the bottle. You're not going to find anything on the bottle. I'm sorry. No, I really just want to look at this bear a little more. All right. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't dislike this. I kind of. I kind of do. Okay. That. That's fine. Yeah. I don't dislike it though. It just. It's definitely not in the style. No. 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 no, no, no. Aside from the looks, though, it's, it's very—it's deceptive because it looks exactly like a Hefeweizen, but it does not taste like a Hefeweizen. It's—it's it's almost like Vine Stefaner said, "We'll take care of the look. Sierra Nevada, you take care of everything else." Mm-hmm. But did Sierra Nevada take care of everything else? Well, they did it. I don't know if they <laughs> took care of it. This definitely has the the taste of a Sierra Nevada beer because Sierra Nevada is usually. Uh, not necessarily hoppier, but they ha- are a lot more hop-centric. They know how to brew a hoppy beer. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, being from California, yeah. Like, right, right. Yeah, no, it, it has it has a hoppy back end, and it makes it a little bit bitter. Yeah. And, that, and that's what completely throws off. I don't know. I kind of like this beer because it, 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 it captures the Hefeweizen look, but subverts everything with tasting completely different right i don't get much in the way of any banana flavor yeah there's a little clove spice to it but not a ton it's not like you would expect from a half of bison no this is a very frustrating beer (laughs) it's so frustrating (laughs) i need a yeah yeah it's hard to say who this beer is for other than me (laughs) (laughs) I would drink this, I think. I don't know, though. I need time to think about it, to be honest. That's fine. 
Well, that is a fantastic statement to segue into what we're going to talk about in segment two. Indeed. <laughs> it's an out. <laughs> I need time to think about it. Okay, right. let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, at the time of this recording, it is mid-August, which means it is just about time for school to go back in session. Actually, I think some schools are already back yeah. in session. Yeah, which is bananas. No. This is school, not Hefeweizen's. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah. Uh, obviously, those are not the schools that we're going to be talking about. Nope. We're going to be talking about the colleges. School of Hard Knocks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's where I went. No, you didn't. <laughs> Shut up. You have a degree from Penn State. <laughs> <laughs> Shut I'm up. Cu- <laughs> I'm cultivating a character. <laughs> a mystery in Hard Knocks. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. In Penn State. In <laughs> Penn State. <laughs> With your bachelor's degree. Right. In four years of Penn State with a bachelor's degree in communications. <laughs> Obviously, uh, since it is time to get back in session, it's almost so time for us to get into prime drinking shape. So that means we need to go back into our drinking games. Ah, drinking games. Training. Yeah. It's always so glorious. It is. So uh, with that in mind, we're going to go through uh, a few of the the favorite drinking games, possibly one or two new ones that you've never heard of. Uh, We're going to kind of go around the table, uh, talk about your favorites, what you like, what you don't like, how you play it, things like that. We're just going to have a good kind of open discussion here. I think this could be a good educational uh, session for our listeners who are over 21. Yes. Hint, going, going back to college. Yes. You have to be over 21 to drink. That's the law. That yes. is correct. And yeah, if you're going to drink, you can play games, though, as long as you're over 21. Right. This is definitely not intended for anybody else. <laughs> but this is going to be very educational for anybody who's looking to learn about drinking games. Or possibly learn about a new one. Right. Yeah. And I find that drinking games are a great way to start an evening. Yes. Mm-hmm. Continue an evening. Even sometimes end the evening. I've seen plenty of evenings <laughs> ended because of drinking games. I have seen plenty of evenings ended because of drinking games. Oh, yes. I've ended plenty of evenings. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> For some people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they serve a multitude of purposes. Yes. It's a social event. It's a social event. Mm-hmm. Some are more involved than others. Some are more simple than others it just really depends on what you're looking for right Mm -hmm. so why don't you guys start like what what are your favorite drinking games i'm gonna go with a classic it's an all-time classic it involves uh two very simple things uh it involves alcohol right and mario kart and we are going to be playing birio kart we're not gonna play that i'm too old well not right now (laughs) no no but uh but Birio Kart, obviously, is where you play Mario Kart. Uh, you have up to your, what is it, eight players now you can have? What? In general classic rules, we would be playing on the N64 True. with four players. But True. I believe the new Mario Kart, you can actually get up to 16. Yeah. Something. That I, seems I, aggressive. I, I still think it's it might only be four local players, though. Let's stick with classic. Yeah. Let's stick with the classic four. Yeah. Okay. So what you have to do, for those that are not aware, uh, the rules that I play, uh, everybody's rule, house rules always apply. Yes. That is the number <laughs> yes. one takeaway. House rules always apply. You yes. always have to establish the rules that you are going to follow before starting the game because so many people play with so many variations. I cannot stress this Correct. Enough. Correct. So, if and when you are playing Burial Kart, uh, number one, it's always recommended to go Rainbow Road. 
What? I mean, yeah. you don't have to. Yeah. What? No. You, you gain. I mean, you go. You gain nothing from going Rainbow Road. I what? disagree. I okay. And I'll, the Rainbow and I'll Road all why. the time, Adam. All the time. Exactly. Because what you have to do is obviously, what is it? Three laps? Four laps? Three laps. Three laps. Three laps. Uh, everybody has to start with a full beer. Yeah. Okay. And number one goal is you have to finish at least that beer by the time you are done with the race. Now, the rule that I play is you cannot drink your beer while you are driving. So you have to put the controller down. You have to drink your beer, put it down, pick the controller up, and then go again. Yeah. That's, right, because drinking and driving is yeah. bad. Correct. Correct. Right. Now, the reason I bring up Rainbow Road is anytime you fall off the Rainbow Road, you have to finish your beer. Oh, that's a very hardcore rule. Yes. <laughs> I would never finish. <laughs> I would be in last place all the time. Yes. It, like I can, I can roll through whatever like four races are in like that pack of Rainbow Road, mm -hmm. and then I'm like, oh, I'm gonna cruise through this, no problem. And then I get to Rainbow Road, and I'm like, dang it, got me again. Well, now hold on, let me let me go back for clarification. You said you have to finish your beer if you fall off. Correct. Do you have to crack a new one after that? Yes. Okay. Just want to make sure. Yes. Yeah, you gotta have a couple lined up. Yeah. Okay. Because it, it just, I just want to make sure because like otherwise that's not really. Yeah, if you didn't pop a new one. Right, yeah. right. No, no, obviously okay. you had to have you have to have supply ready to go. Okay. You know, you can't kind of short arm it. Okay, because, yeah, uh, there are some rainbow rows, depending on the version you're playing. Some mm -hmm. would be Terminators that will kill somebody. Right. And some not. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, the other rule that I always like to play is... I forget which one it is, but where everybody turns miniature. I the, the lightning bolt. It's the lightning bolt. bolt, yes, thank you. Whenever uh, people get hit with the lightning bolt... You have to stop and drink until you get rebiggened again. Oh, okay. Oh. In beginning. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very cromulent word. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty good rules. Mm -hmm. I, I I've never played the Rainbow Ro Road fall off. I've always played Birio Kart as a uh, pregame. Okay. As a pregame to the evening, just because that's something that you can put together pretty quickly. Yes. And. Uh, you can do it as you're waiting for your Uber. <laughs> That's true. I, they, there are different approaches. You like to use it as a, a uh, an appetizer. Mm -hmm. um, but there are parties where I've been to where that can be the main course. Yeah. Where that's yeah. where you go to the house to go play Birio Kart. Yeah, you do a Birio Kart tournament. Right. Absolutely, yeah. Right. I have never played Birio Kart, so this is a new to me. Oh, no. Galsy, you've never played before. No. Uh, but, Steve, are there any other rules that you like to play? Uh, whenever playing Burial Kart? Uh, no, I, I usually just kind of play the general, the, the, the universal rule of don't drink and drive. Mm -hmm. That's a yeah, smart rule. Yeah, that's the that's the universal rule of that game. I do have a strategy. Okay. And that's just to pound the beer immediately as soon as the you know the race starts. Yes. Uh, there are two strategies on that, uh, either doing it at the very beginning or at the very end. Yeah. Uh, sit at the line, chug your beer, put it, and then just hit the A button and go. Yeah. I mean, I know some people who will opt if they get wrecked out by a shell or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, they'll stop and drink. Right. You right. know, they'll, they'll take a couple seconds like, oh, well, I'm yeah, wrecked out anyway. Right. Or as if you fall off like a bridge and the uh, the, the old cloud man in the, yep. I, don't, I don't know his name. The tow truck. <laughs> yeah, the tow truck. As he's pulling you out of the drink, you know, you can take some drinks. Take bar. a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. So that's, that's some strategy. But yes. Nice. Steve, on to you. So I got two games. I have the game I'm really good at, but I kind of just don't even want to talk about it because it's so common. Okay. That's okay. And I'm good at it, but I don't care. Uh, beer pong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Standard. Yeah, it's pretty standard. And again, that's six a, or ten cup. 
10 cup. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've I've done 20 cup. I, yeah. You know, <laughs> you, you, that's the thing about beer pong. Yeah. You can change it as many ways as you want. Right. You can add many rules. And again, that goes back to obey house rules. Right. Yeah. And that's something that has to be established prior to the beginning of a tournament or game right. or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be established. It just has to be established in the house. It's your Correct. job as a guest to ask what the rules are. Exactly. I completely yeah. agree. The game that I really love, though, uh, that is my back pocket, that if I were 23 and there were like an eSports equivalent, equivalent league, mm-hmm. I would probably be a champion in <laughs> uh, Kings. Yes. Okay. Kings is so good. Kings is one of the best party games, I think, out there. And this is one's really simple. All you need is a deck of cards yep. and a big cup to sit in the middle <laughs> or a beer we've uh, we've played where you just stick a beer in the middle I guess. but then you pop the top but i like with the cup in the middle yeah. mm-hmm. ring of fire style right yeah also known as ring of fire if you're like yeah. kings i'm not sure king's cup ring of fire yeah right so king's cup ring have, of fire mm-hmm. and yeah, um, so many of these have different names so, so i was always the asshole whenever we played kings yeah uh everybody had their miller light their coolers light or mm-hmm. their their vodka drink or their lager drink for their cider drink. Stop. Stop. Don't. No. <laughs> so I was always the asshole that had the porter uh-huh. or the stout. Right. I just poured motor oil into that thing. You know what? That's exactly the strategy I was going to get into. <laughs> like, so oh. to get back to the game and explain it really quickly, yes. uh, you create a ring of the deck around a giant cup in the middle. Mm-hmm. Now, every card has an instruction to it. It has a rule to it. Yes. The king's have a special rule to it in that whoever draws the first three kings have to pour the drink that they're currently drinking into the center cup. The fourth king drawn, that person has to drink what's in the cup. Mm-hmm. And so as Adam was just saying, he had to pour his porter <laughs> in into what was already just crappy Miller Lite and things like that. Right. Yeah, that that's one of my suggestions. If you're a person who enjoys playing kings, as I do, <laughs> and then you have to not have a weak constitution, right? You have to be willing to drink that cup if you're an <laughs> if you're going to be an asshole, be willing to drink that cup. And I always was because I can drink I can drink grain alcohol, so <laughs> I'm I'm willing to. I was willing back in the day. Mm-hmm. I was willing to drink whatever could come up. Uh, but yes. Uh, another option is steel reserve oh. or other multitudes of malt liquors. Uh. Colt 45. I've no, done, stop. I've done that before to oh. people. King Cobra. So King mean. Cobra. <laughs> uh, one of the other uh, strategies I had that kind of made me a champion of that game <laughs> to toot my own horn. <laughs> if I do say so myself. Yeah. Depending on the rules that you played. Uh, one of the rules I played with, though, was aces were called the waterfall ah uh, yes. yes yes how okay go on i want to hear how yeah. you determine the waterfall so the waterfall was essentially one person starts drinking mm-hmm. and then the person next to them has to start drinking and this goes around the entire table of however many people are playing the person who was second to start drinking could not stop drinking until the person who was first to start drinking correct correct and it was a waterfall it cascaded around the table as an asshole, <laughs> I would normally finish one or two drinks. <clears throat> yes. Especially if I was at the head of the waterfall. Now, how did you determine which way the waterfall went? 
It was always like clockwise. Okay. Yeah. Because the rule that in my set of rules for kings, we ask a question. So whoever draws that ace for the waterfall mm -hmm. asks a question to the person on either side of them. Oh yeah, I've seen like that a done. Super yeah. basic question. Okay. Right, right, right. Like, what color shirt am I wearing? Yeah, yeah. And, and the first first yeah. answer okay. saves themselves. That, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that I've seen that. Right. What way it goes? Yeah, I've seen that. I usually just play uh, clockwise. Just right. I just go yeah, whichever way the the flow is going yeah. Yeah. in terms of the game. What uh, what's one of your favorite rules to make? Thanks. One of my favorite rules. Okay, so that's the other thing is, um, it depends on the card. I think it's usually the jack is make a rule, or sometimes it Isn't can be it, the king. Yeah, I think the yeah. way my like so my personal set of house rules. Mm -hmm. um, jacks are never have I ever. Okay. And yeah. then. Wait, yeah, jacks are never have I ever, and mm -hmm. then king makes the roll. Yeah, so yes. that, that's another special thing attached to the king cards, and it's usually that whoever draws that card, as long as it wasn't the fourth one, which ends the game, uh, well, which ends the center cup, <laughs> you can still continue to play with the remaining cards. But whoever uh, draws the king can make a rule for drinking. And one of the most popular ones, and one of the ones I, I use a lot, is. Uh, you have to um, uh, take the little man off the top oh, of your yeah. drink. Oh, the yeah. yeah, and basically you have to mime grabbing a tiny little man off the top of your drink in mm -hmm. order to drink your drink, and then you have to put him back. If anybody d uh, breaks that rule, forgets to take the man off or put him back, they have to take extra drinks. Right. Yeah. Another one I institute if I'm feeling particularly ornery. <laughs> uh, no laughing. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. 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 I, I've dealt with that one before. Yeah. That yeah. sucks. I don't think yeah. I've felt your wrath on that one no, before. No. <laughs> so do you ever play where you can have individual rules to an individual person, or does it have to be to the entire group? Because I have seen it where it can go to an individual as well. I've seen it that way. I, I usually like instituting it for the entire group. Mm -hmm. it, yeah. it doesn't single people out. Right, yeah. It doesn't single people out. And if somebody, somebody would have to be a real asshole to get me to put right. a rule on them. Right. <laughs> we always play with, like, no last names. Mm -hmm. Or no, I'm sorry, no first names. Mm -hmm. That one's always tough. Yeah. No swearing. Yeah, no swearing is another yeah. tough one. No pointing. No pointing. Yeah. Because after you've been drinking. Right. Yeah, a lot of people like to talk with their hands and yep. like the point. Yeah. No yeah. pointing was always a good one for me. Yeah. We've also played where you also have to put uh, your head on the table if you break the rules. <laughs> and then your head has to stay on the table until, you know, someone else breaks the rule. So a, a similar one that I had to that was T-Rex arms. Okay. You, had to, you had to pull your arms inside your shirt. Nice. And you oh, had to go nice T-Rex arms. Until the next person breaks the rule. That's so, a so quick question to you guys: Did you play rules stack, or, or did they cancel after? I've seen it new... both ways. I've yeah, seen yeah. it both ways. Yeah. I, I usually play rules stack. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that can get really annoying. Oh yeah, <laughs> really annoying after a long session. Yeah, yeah, especially on top of all the other. <laughs> right. If I played kings right now, I'd have to take a week off of work. And oh, same here. And I'm my own boss, so. <laughs> you play kings now? Really, a week off of work? Yeah, I, uh, I, I get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Pull something. Yeah, because here's the thing. I, I, I wouldn't give up my competitive edge. Right. I would still right. try, you know, I, I would be like, uh, you know, Rocky trying to fight. <laughs> <laughs> the mind is willing, but the body isn't able. Exactly. Nice. Dying in the ring like a follow creed. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll go with two along the same lines. Uh, another one similar to beer flip cup. 
Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Love me some flip cup. I'm no good at that. I'm so good. I'm, <laughs> I like that it's a team yeah. atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You're competing against other people. You know, you're trying to out drink everyone, and then you just got to gently flip that cup so it lands on the other side. Just tap it in. Just tap yeah. it in. Tap it over. Mm-hmm. I also like playing survivor rules for flip cup. Like, you vote people off. Yes. So that always gives you the more people you have on your team, obviously the better. But as you start dwindling down to like five, four, three, two people, one person against, yeah, you better just pray. Yeah. <laughs> just fast, fast, fast. You better be good at drinking quickly, consuming a lot quickly. <laughs> so I've played an interesting variation of flip cup mm-hmm. uh, that combines the joy of flip cup and the exhilaration of a slip and slide. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is actually a uh, a game that was brought to my attention by uh, another of our guest hosts, Bubba, because of course Bubba would have a combination <laughs> of flip cup and slip and slide. This sounds, sounds like great. a very this sounds like a very Texas thing. It, it does. It yeah. really does. Yeah. Uh, but it's essentially uh, you have your table at the bottom of the hill mm-hmm. with all of your cups lined up. Okay. Your team is at the top of the hill. Oh, you know, I, I wanted, I've seen this. I've yeah. seen this and I want to play this. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I've seen this and I want to play this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is one you cannot do survivor rules with. No. Uh, because you, you don't want to have somebody trudging back up there. Right, right. <laughs> just, just, just to finish the rules of that, though, they, yeah. as soon as somebody flips the cup, that's when the next person right. can come down. Yeah, you get the signal oh. of, yeah. of come on down. Now, Bubba does like to put an extra bit of spice on it. Uh, he has an inflatable castle uh, yeah. with inflatable doors that you have to slide through. <laughs> and the table is inside the inflatable castle. So you kind of got to put the brakes on nice. as soon as you get nice. inside the castle. Uh, <laughs> or else you're starting over climbing back. You, or running into the table. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's that. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that sounds awesome. I want to play that. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, no, Flip Cup, Flip Cup's my game. And then I also like to play Three Man, which is a dice-based game. That sounds a bit dicey. Oh, Jesus. Adam. <laughs> God damn it, Adam. So three man's great in a group because you can kind of get everyone in on it. But um, so basically, if you roll the combination of a two and a one, you become the three man. Every time a three is rolled by anyone else. So, you know, a six and a three, a three and a four. Every time a three is rolled, the three man has to drink. Oh, mm. But also, so like, let's say Steve is the three man and I'm rolling and I roll a seven. Then the person to my left drinks. So okay. any, any combination that makes a seven, you drink. If it's a three and a four, Steve is also drinking with okay. the person to the left. So it's kind of the same way as like kings. Yeah. Okay. And if you roll an 11, the person to the right drinks. Now, if you roll doubles, you can challenge someone with the double. So like if you roll two twos, I'm going to be like, I'm going to challenge Adam. Mm -hmm. You roll the dice. You have to drink the number of drinks that whatever comes up on the dice. Screw that. (laughs) If you roll doubles, it comes back to me. So Uh then I have to either roll doubles or drink double the amount of whatever's on my dice. Okay. And if you're wondering how you stop becoming the three man, as soon as another person in the circle rolls a two and a one, they automatically become the new three man. So then you are off the hook. Whoever is the three man could be the three man for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have played where if you roll snake eyes, you take a shot. Oof. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. So three man gets, I mean, it's fun. It's fa- It can be fast paced because if someone's like, 
all right, you can either just roll a lot of nothing or someone gets on a hot streak and they're just like seven, seven, 11, three man, three man, three man, double, oof, three oof. man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't play a lot of craps. I feel like that. I feel like Adam might be really good at three man. <laughs> no, because throwing dice, it, they're completely independent on every single roll. Shut up. <laughs> I'm trying to give you something. You're like, no, science says. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Take the damn compliment and yeah. move on. Yeah, exactly. Thank yeah. you, Steve. There, there's just things called luck, Adam. <laughs> I have bad luck at dice. You have good luck at dice. Just take that. Yeah. All right, so, that's fair. Don't get into probability. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> so, yeah, three man's a game that I like, you know, my friends and I play. I like to throw it out there. It's it's one people don't play a lot of. Um, yeah, so, I mean, other ones that I like, I mean, the Power Hour is a classic. Not to be outdone by the Century Club. Not to be outdone, right. Power Hour, Century Club. Landmines, always a good one. Mm-hmm. Quarters, it's a classic. Stump. Stump. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. Asshole and Ride the Bus were also. Ride the Bus, ride the bus can get, oof. Ride yeah. the Bus. Um, I mean, Wizard Sticks, Drinks Till You Can't. Um, <laughs> These are all things that you can look up online. We're just giving you suggestions for some of our favorites. Right. Yeah. Um, back to Kelsey, what Kelsey said about the power hour, though, mm-hmm. and this is the greatness of technology. Power hour mixes online. It, and YouTube is full of them. Yes. Oh, YouTube yes. is full of power hour mixes. Pre-mixed for you, ready to go. <laughs> Personal favorites on the YouTube pre-mix power hours, the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, the 90s one. I think we all always generate to, or gravitate toward the 90s. The 90s. Yeah. I've also done the 80s power ballad one. Ooh. Okay. It's a. Uh, I can only really do like a half an hour of that one. <laughs> Everybody you know, always says they can do one, no problem. And then I've done the full power hour many times. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can do it, but I've seen plenty of people bow out early. Yeah. I've done it myself. I'll admit, yeah. I've bowed out of a power hour before. One of the last power hours I did, I was drinking rum. Mm. I did my power hour. <laughs> <sighs> That's poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> I went to bed right after. <laughs> I had to go take a nap. Oh, uh, sure you did. <laughs> That's a poisoning. Yeah. I did rum for half of it, I should say, not the whole 60 minutes. Okay. That... And then I started putting beer that should not be named on this show because it is less than the standards of this show. Good. <laughs> so, yeah. Beer and... that shall not be named. Beer that shall but not be named. Just trash. <laughs> Just, yeah, I'm not even going to name it. It doesn't get a name. I will tell you off at the air, but... That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. A beer, a beer I'm willing to name, though, is yeah. the Weinstefaner Brow Pack. Nice transition, <laughs> yeah. Steve. Dude, we're chock full of them tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Winning. I like this beer. It, although, I can see how a bunch of people are not going to like this beer. <laughs> I like this beer. <laughs> it, has an interesting, uh, it has an interesting flavor to it that it's not... Doesn't really taste like a Hefeweizen. Because it's darker, it tastes a little bit more like an amber. And it has those citrusy notes from the hops in there. So it, it kind of scapes out on being a Hefeweizen uh, in looks only. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's like on the outside, it's a Hefeweizen. But on the inside, it's a little hoppier. It's like when you put Skittles and so for me uh i'm going to equate this to a base model dodge challenger <laughs> okay okay it looks neat can you get can you give a year on that yeah 2015 okay okay it's like an old one or a new no, one. no no no, yeah, no. Okay. a new one okay it looks neat but then you actually try to drink it or drive it 
and it's disappointing. Mm. Uh, that's that's the way I'm looking at it. It looks great. It looks fantastic. Disappointment. It, it is not what I was expecting from these two breweries. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. That's all. All right. That's all. Well, I, I I think that's another one down. Yeah. We still have a third one. Yes. So maybe there's a third one that will impress Adam to his standards. I'm satiated, I think, for now. But, you know, it, it still could be good enough for me to love it as well. Well, we'll find out when we get back. In segment three. Hey, everyone. My name is Drew, and I host a podcast called Dudes with Brews on a Porch, where we let the drinks flow and the conversations go. Each and every week, me and a friend of mine, we sit down, we try a different craft brew, usually from the state of Wisconsin, and we just sit down and have a conversation. We talk about all aspects of life. Once a month, we talk about paranormal stuff, and we always have a good time. You can find our show, Dudes with Brews on a Porch, on iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else you find your podcast. Grab a cold one and hang out with us each and every week right here on the porch. Well, we're back. Some wonderful Hefeweizens under the old belt so far. <laughs> Make it Adam happy. <laughs> in, in, yeah, interesting way this has played out so far. I don't think Adam's been... Uh, Adam hasn't been happy so no. far, I feel like. It's, it's his It's his, uh, It's his. his baby. And, uh, I know. And I'm kind of sad right well, now. Well, we have one more. And it's going to gonna be a good one. Damn right. it. So it's uh, from Destille Brewery. It's their Weissenheimer... Hefeweizen. Some statistics for you guys. Uh, it's a 5.2%. Okay. IBU's around 16. I like it. Yeah. It's a German style Hefeweizen. So obviously that straw colored hue, banana, clove, low hop bitterness, full mm. mouth feel without being full of itself. No joke. <laughs> for those of you at home, there is a, um, I'm going to say a clown or some kind of jester on the front of this can. Jester. Jester? Yeah. We'll put a picture of it on the on the Twitter feed. But, uh... He's being a Weisenheimer. Weisenheimer is such an old term. Mm -hmm. So it makes no surprise to me that you know it, Adam. <laughs> and perhaps use it. And may one day call your future children. <laughs> Quit being such a Weisenheimer yeah. in there. Yeah. Don't hate. I'm not hating. It's just, again... In the continuing saga of Adam is old beyond his years somehow. Or Adam's a time traveler. That theory is that's also That's also both. <laughs> or he's from Earth 2. Yeah. I mean, that's also an option. Earth 2 Android with uh, a non-updated lexicon is right. what it is. <laughs> I didn't get that patch. <laughs> yes, nobody's patched smartass into his... <laughs> Unless smartass is the default. Who knows right. at this point? Right. Is Just Shoot Me still on TV? <laughs> <laughs> no. Can you just turn his mic off? <laughs> I, always, I always can, but I, I prefer to let it run. All you right. Want, you want to ask about news radio, maybe? <laughs> Phil Hartman still has a job, right? <laughs> uh, got some bad news. <laughs> just going to shake my head at you. <laughs> Sorry, Phil. Rest in peace. All right. So, color, straw-like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's the lightest of yeah. the three tonight. It is. Yeah. Uh, and? The head uh, definitely has the classic fluffy white, at least on mine. It dissipates yours, quickly. Yeah. I think yours stuck around at Adam because your glass was contaminated. Didn't? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yours, yours still had head from the last one. <laughs> <laughs> this residual head? Yeah. You had residual head. Ours ours dissipated pretty yeah. quickly. Went it's down weird. fast. Yeah. It's a bit cloudy, though. But that's to be expected. Right. 
this maintains with the style rather mm-hmm. than that really brilliant uh, Rheingeist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a bit outside of bounds. On the nose, I get a lot of clove and a, yeah. and a bit of malt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not much in the way of banana. No, no banana. Is that such a bad thing, though, that it's not banana forward on the nose? Kind of. I like a banana. <laughs> yes, I am. I do as well. I was going to say something stupid, and then I realized it would have been stupid, so I didn't say it. <laughs> You're learning. <laughs> You're this, learning. Is, this is a breakthrough moment. <laughs> I'm glad we could share this together. Hmm. On the taste, still getting a lot of that clove. Yeah. You sound not happy you with this so one either. Unha- you look so disappointed. Tell yeah. me your thoughts. Oh, baby boy, what happened? Aww. This was supposed to be your time to shine. Ooh, my birthday's ruined. <laughs> oh, no. Adam. Karen ruined it. <laughs> Karen. It's always a Karen. <laughs> Fucking Karen. Although, if you're a listener and your name is Karen, we really appreciate you listening to this. I don't don't think that's that's something we have to worry about. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think the demographics for women break down too well right now. (laughs) We should change I think it's like, well, we try. I mean, yeah, yeah, women are more than welcome to listen to the show. It's just, they don't. (laughs) (laughs) They just just don't. They just don't. don't. So, I mean, this beer is fine. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't jump out at me. It doesn't make me go, ooh. Okay. There are other other Hefeweizens that have made me go, ooh, this is not ooh-worthy. All right. Mm. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. It's, it's not ooh-worthy. I, I mean, I agree. I just think it's fine. Kelsey? It's all right. <laughs> Kelsey also seems unimpressed. It's, no, it's not depressed. It's 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 fine. It's, yeah, I it just, I'm not sure. Okay, fair I'm enough. Just, yeah, I'm not sure. I need to go get me a Franz Connor and be done with this. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get a real wine stifler. <laughs> uh, yeah, that too. Before we get into the final thoughts at the end of the night, yeah. it seems like when Americans start putting their dick in things, they just ruin it. <laughs> because all the other Hefeweizens that we're thinking of are German style yeah. from Germany. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this one is a German style, but it is not from Germany. No, no, no. And even the yeah. wine stifler. Got, got in bed with Sierra Nevada. Right. And it, it, it doesn't compare to and the original. had a very, you know, California bear. No. Shaka bra. Shaka bra. So, I don't know. I'm just, I, I was, final thoughts. I'll save those for later. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, we can come back to it. I mean, maybe this will do something different for you later on. But Yeah, I'm going to let it hang out for a little bit. Kind of see what happens. Hang 10, maybe? See if it opens no. up. <laughs> Let it breathe, you know? All right. Oh, no. (laughs) You see what you've created? I have not created anything. This is all Steve. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. This is all Steve. Yeah, true story. Does my own, uh, what do you call it, growing up as an only child, having having nothing to do or say or anybody to talk to but myself? (laughs) You just kind of start creating worlds and characters and... Pretty much. I... As a fellow only child, I get that. Mm-hmm. I was the youngest of three. I'm sorry. Yeah. You... Well, you're not in the club, Adam. <laughs> That's so fine. you didn't have time to have an imagination. You were too busy getting picked on and bullied. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it is very true. That's right. I'm the I'm the tallest one now. So. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. Way to show him. That's right. That's I'm still pretty sure Chris could kick your ass. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Adam's just sad he can't be in our only child club. I know. Sorry. 
Bummers. Bummers mm. for you. My yeah. bad. And don't go killing your brothers trying to no! join the club. And, no, I'm no. just saying. Yeah. Murderers don't, don't get in. <laughs> yeah. You don't get to join just because you got rid of them. Right. <laughs> well, that's like a real dark Jeff's turn. Jeff's in our pool club. Oh, good for Jeff. Man, now I feel alone. Good. <laughs> <laughs> now you know our life. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I don't, I don't want this sadness anymore. <laughs> All right, Adam. Well, maybe we can turn around your your birthday show for you. Uh, sticking with the back to school theme. Back to school. I have a back to school quiz. Ooh. Triple Indy for all answers. Well, then you're going to lose and be sad. <laughs> so maybe you should play your up proper. <laughs> I've devised a series of seven questions. Oh, no. Okay. And we're going to go back and forth, and I'm going to give you a question. And uh, if you can answer it right away, you get two points. And if you got to go to multiple choice, you get one point. Okay. Okay. At the end, I have a seventh question, which both of you will answer. Oh. Tiebreaker or not. We'll see. We'll see where points lie. But you know, I wrote the question, so we're still going to use it. <laughs> Sounds All good. right then. All right. <laughs> it's more about running up the points on your opponent, <laughs> not actually <laughs> anything else. <laughs> hey, let's not make this a hateful game. <laughs> so uh, I oh, know. <laughs> super competitive. <laughs> I have a bottle cap here. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to flip it in the air, and uh, Kelsey caught in the air. Heads. All right, so Tails, Adam, you won. You get the first question. Okay. Or you can defer. I will defer. Oh. All right, Kelsey. Okay. Every question this evening is going to be centered around schools with brewing programs. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. This is not going to be easy at all. Uh, that's fine. Uh, but it should be educational for the audience as they learn about schools that actually have uh, availability for degrees. Would I you, see what you did here, and I like it. Yes, in brewing and uh, you know brewing sciences and mm, okay. uh, brew pub operation. Let oh, us, okay, great. Let yeah. us edutain. Edutain, as we should. So your first question, Kelsey, is... The Master Brewers Association of America formed in 1887. Uh, They formed to promote the education of brewers around the world. Uh, To this date, they certify four-year, two-year, and uh, certificate programs for colleges across America. How many such programs have they certified? Holy shit. Holy crap. (laughs) Okay. Um... I have a multiple choice option, right? What are my point yeah. breakdown again? Uh, so if you can just answer this right away, uh-huh. I'll give you two points. Okay. If we take it to multiple choice, then you can get one point. Do I have to be within a certain number? Well, that's um, <laughs> accurate because there's there's an accurate answer. Okay, fine. It's, it's best to just go just, to multiple I'm choice. I'm just going to go to multiple choice then. <laughs> All right. So your choices are 4, 12, 103, or 247. Go see 103. And that is incorrect. Okay, great. Oof. Adam, your chance to steal. So it was 2, 403, and 241? 4, 12, 103, and 247. Do you need to write that down? Uh, nope, because I'm going with 12. <laughs> and Adam gets the point. <sighs> there, are, there are only 12 uh, certified programs in colleges across America. Uh, however, there are more brewery programs than just that. Mm, but in, in terms of accredited programs, right. there's yeah, only 12. Is, yeah, these are like accredited programs that meet the standards of uh, information that the Masters uh, of Brewery is across America. Okay. 
So there was 12 across America. 12 Adam, across America? Adam, your question. Yes. PEA is home to such a program. Where is it? I gotta go straight to multiple choice. All right. Your choices are Duquesne, Pitt, Penn State, or the Pennsylvania College of Technology. Pennsylvania College of Technology. All right. That's one point for you. I do have a bonus option, though. Okay. If you can tell me the kind of degree and the uh, program course length, I'll give you another point. I will say it is an associate's two years. Can you be a little more specific on the type of associate degree it is? An associate's in arts. No. Mm. No. I'll give you you half because you did get an associate two year. Okay. Uh, It's an associate of applied science. Oh, okay. Yes. So you currently have two and a half points. Two and a half (laughs) points. Cool. (laughs) Back to Kelsey. This school offers a four-year program that is accredited, and in 2013, they expanded their hops and brewing archive to include homebrewing, cider, mead, and uh, pre-prohibition topics at their library. I'm just going straight to multiple choice here. All right. Your choices are OSU, PSU, ASU, or ISU. (laughs) Oh, come on. How do you not know this one? It's 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 at it's SU. <laughs> it's at an SU. It's at an SU. Um, OSU. OSU is correct. Ding 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 ding. ding, ding. I'm on the board with the point. For a bonus extra point. Okay. Which OSU? <laughs> Oregon State University. You got it. Nice. Yes, uh, Oregon ah. State University. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, much more obvious of the brewing right. state yes. universities. Right. Yes. All right, Adam. Yes. Your question. Mm-hmm. Number four. Auburn offers a one-year graduate program in science and operation in partnership with Oscar Blues and other Alabama breweries. How many war eagles have there been? Oh, he's going for it without the multiple choice I'm here. I'm thinking about it. Now, keep in mind, if he gets this wrong on going uh, without multiple yeah. choice, you have a chance to steal Kelsey and get the full two points. Okay. I got to go multiple choice. All right, your choices are 5, 7, 9, 11. I'm going to go with 9. That is incorrect. Mm, okay, all right. Kelsey, your chance to steal. How many war eagles have there been? 5, 7, or 11? Or 9. You can answer 9 again. <laughs> no, I'm not going to answer 9 again. I would again. encourage that. <laughs> no. Um, I'm going to go with 7. That is the correct answer. Mm. Kelsey is now on the board with 3 points to Adam's 2.5. Tony Heath. Yes, there's been seven war eagles. The uh, the current war eagle Nova was uh, recently put on the shelf and not allowed to fly. At, uh, oh. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Would you say he was grounded? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I would. I guess. I, I guess so. <laughs> I guess. Sure. Whatever it takes to move on. <laughs> sure. Whatever. Whatever gets me to the next question. Question five is for Kelsey. The Metropolitan State of Denver offers a four-year course in brewery and brew pub operation, as well as a minor in brewing science. For the 2018 U.S. Open College Beer Championships, they entered a Milky Way Stout. Where did they place? Obviously, your choice is, you know, I I shouldn't have to go to it. No, I'm not, yeah. (laughs) I'm going to go with they placed second. That is incorrect. Then I guess I got to go third. Uh, you got it. Hooray! They placed third overall 
in all of the co- uh, colleges that entered. Okay. Um, they coming in uh, coming in third to uh, SUNY Mooresville, uh, mm-hmm. who plays first with a Pilsner, and uh, Central New Mexico. No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, interesting college too. <laughs> yeah. 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 But there, there you have that. They did place first overall in stout in the stout category. Okay. But uh, all right, Adam. Yes. Question six is for you. Okay. And we're standing at three points to three and a half. Correct. So mm-hmm. this could be big for you. Yeah. Which is not a mascot of an MBAA accredited school. The Fighting Cardinal, the Saluki, Yusef the Mountaineer, or the Shaw Bears. Or the Shaw Bears? Yeah. I gotta go with the Shaw Bears. And you got it. The Shaw Bears are the uh, mascot of Shaw University. I found them on a list of the worst colleges in America. (laughs) (laughs) You only get one point for that. That's fine. Uh, But that puts you up at uh, four and a half, I believe. To three. Four and a half to three. So the final question. Mm-hmm. Is going to be worth two points. Oh, yes. Okay. Multiply the number of MBAA programs by the number of schools in the U.S. Beer Open College Championship. Prices right rules are in effect. Cool. Uh, you both will give an answer, but I want you to write them down now. I don't want a $1 bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, answers are locked in. Yes, they are. I'm going to go to Adam first. Okay. Your answer, please. 156. 156. Kelsey? 240. 240. Prices right rules are in effect. And Kelsey, you've gone over. <sighs> there were... The, the correct answer would have been 204. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so you got you got the numbers, but <sighs> wrong order. Oh, no. <laughs> wrong order. <laughs> you gave a very dyslexic answer. I meant 204. <laughs> <laughs> there, uh, oh. As we already stated, there's 12 accredited programs uh, you know, for colleges mm-hmm. uh, by the MBAA, but there were 17 participating <sighs> colleges. I went with 20. Shouldn't have done that. Weren't, weren't. All right. Nice job, Adam. Okay. A, a fine participation by you as well. Thank you. put you. up a valiant effort. Thank you. Does that make you feel better, Adam? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. No. Whatever. <laughs> no. Sorry. All right. Well, sorry. I'm not going to help your ennui about anything. I'm sorry you're... Ha- <laughs> well, what about my tea? <laughs> I'm sorry you, uh, you know, picked a bunch of shitty Hefeweizens. <laughs> And the truth comes out. <laughs> for, for your Hefeweizen episode. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. That's all right. We'll get them next time. Okay. Okay. So, uh, should we come back for uh, final thoughts on this uh, Weisenheimer Hefeweizen by Distille? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm unimpressed. I don't care. <laughs> pretty much the same way. It, yeah. Like, it, Apathy across the board. Yeah. It, it's it's drinkable. But like Adam said at the top of the segment, it, it, there's no woo about it. And for me to care about Hefeweizens, I kind of need a woo. Like, it, not that they're a style that I dislike, but it's not a style that I love. So it has to be really good for me to really like the beer. Mm. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's agreed upon across the board yeah. here. So do we want to go to a podium? 
Well, we have to. Yeah, we Again, have to. Format of the show. Are we yeah. contractually <laughs> obligated to? Yes, we are. Yes. All right, then I'll go first. I'll just rip the band-aid off. Okay. Uh, do you need to hold my hand while you do this? That's all right. I can okay. do this. Okay. I'm good enough. I'm strong enough. And gosh darn it, people like me. <laughs> you can do this. <laughs> so in the bronze medal position, I got to put this brow pact, uh, the collaboration between uh, Biden Stefaner and Sierra Nevada. I'll be perfectly honest. I, I feel that they brewed two different beers in two separate rooms and never actually talked to each other. <laughs> and then just mixed them together. Right. But then, well, but then somehow sent it through the teleporter from the fly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Browpack translates to Brundlefly in a... <laughs> somehow Jeff Goldblum is involved and I'm upset about this. As a Pittsburgh boy, he should know better. Yeah. Didn't stop to ask if they should. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the silver medal position, I'm going to put the, the hue by uh, Ryan Geist. It was fine. It didn't knock anybody's socks off. It, it was okay. In the gold medal position, I'm going to put the Weisenheimer in there by Destiel. Uh, again, it wasn't uh, – it was, it was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't impress me. None of these beers particularly impressed me tonight, which I'm kind of disappointed in. I had some high hopes for this episode. I've had, especially from Rheingeist, I've had some good beers from them. Uh, I was kind of disappointed in them. Uh, actually, I've had good beers from all of these breweries. Yeah. And so yeah. I was kind of disappointed with this uh, this showing. Yeah, just, yeah. well, obviously, the the regular Weinstefaner Hefeweizen, that's pretty up there as far as yeah. top, top Heffies go. Right. And then... You know, Distill, I know you, you're a fan of their Sour series. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah. Eh, yeah, sometimes you just have some misses. Yep, it happens. Yeah. Uh, I'll go next. Okay. I'm kind of in a weird position. Okay. Because I, on one hand, I kind of want to agree with uh, what Adam said mm-hmm. and agree with his rankings. But. But on the other hand, I, I actually like the Brow Pack more than uh, he did. And I kind of want to put it in gold. But the problem is, it's not a good Hefeweizen. (laughs) Right. And if the show is about Hefeweizen, and we're basing this on Hefeweizen. Yeah, if we're judging this on style, it's bronze because it's the worst Hefeweizen. But if we're judging it on personal taste, it's gold because it's the most complex beer. It's the most flavorful beer. It -hmm. also looks nice. It, it, it Mm -hmm. It looks really nice. Mm hmm. But it's it's not a Hefeweizen. Right. <laughs> it's, a, it's completely out of the style for some reason. Um, so I don't know. You can take it one way or the other. The next in line <laughs> would be the the Rheingeist. It's it's okay. You know, it, it it doesn't look much like a Hefeweizen. It doesn't taste much like a Hefeweizen. It doesn't. But it's not offensive in any way. It's a drinkable beer. And the Weisenheimer. That it at least maintains the style the best. It looks the most like a Hefeweizen. It tastes the most like a Hefeweizen. Mm-hmm. It does the best at being a Hefeweizen, but it's still not a particularly great beer. So yeah, and then yeah. So either the the brow pact is at the front or at, at the, the back. back. Yeah, <laughs> depends on how you want to take it. Take that. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Um, so for me, my bronze medal is going to be the Rheingeist. It's going to be the Hue. I don't know. Just it didn't do anything for me. It didn't excite me. It didn't make me happy. I mean, for them, like to have it in their their book of 
this is our half of Eisen. I mean, it's a it's a good presentation, just not for me. I'd prefer to drink something else from them. Um, in my silver medal, I'm going to put the Brow Pact. Um, the more complexities and the fact that I think it isn't a true half of Eisen is what put it there. It was maybe a little too meh for me. That's why it's not my gold medal, but but I put the Weinstefaner. I'm sorry, the Weisenheimer. The Weisenheimer takes my gold medal this evening. I don't know. I just, it, unfortunately, I wasn't <laughs> excited about any of these, but um, in terms of a true half of ice, that's like, that's capturing the style the most in my mind. Um, it's probably the one I didn't mind the most. So. <laughs> <laughs> I hate saying it that way, right. but, um, you know, I didn't mind it the most. So, yeah. I, I- Again, if you, yeah. if we, if we were judging this based on like the you know the the standard brewing the score sheets, yeah, like it fits the style exactly. the best, right? Yeah. It it does everything correctly. Yes, it just doesn't do it impressively. Right. right. Yes, that's a that's great way to put it. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. Yeah. Half We're gonna shelf <laughs> them for a little bit, Adam. We're gonna come back. There has to be a redemption episode. <laughs> that we'll do a redemption episode. We'll we'll schedule one for I don't know sometime next summer. <laughs> okay. We'll yeah. we'll do another one next summer. All right. Yeah. I'm good with that. I'll stick around a long. Maybe we'll that. do it earlier in the summer. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. yeah knows. It's just you know. Give it a year and then we'll come yeah, back. Yeah, we'll come back to it. Give it a year. We have to go through our anniversary and then we can re- recycle, uh, you know, show right. ideas. Yeah, that's right. Right. Okay. I'm good Fair with enough. that. Yeah. It's like version two, 3.0 at that point. Right, right. Nice. Well, if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA. That'll get you Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like iTunes or Podbean or Stitcher or whatever else you're on. But if you're on iTunes, leave us a five-star review because why? Because we are a six-star show, but they only let us use five. Ah, yes. And that's how we grow the show. But we also grow the show by you just telling friends. So you can do that. And uh, don't forget to check out HopNationUSA.com. All of our episodes are up there as well as features and reviews and different things that you don't hear on the show. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's about it. Well done. Yep. Nice job. Yeah. Thanks for having me tonight. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Thanks for being here, Kelsey. It's always a good time. Yes. I'll be back in a few weeks, I'm sure. I'm sure. We'll have a different thing. I don't okay. know what. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> I, we haven't planned episodes yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're, we're reaching the end of what we've planned, so. <laughs> Who knows what the future may hold? It's a mystery. Yes. Steve could be a robot. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> I love that note. <laughs> <laughs> Season three is going to be weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, just one more thing. Check out our uh, home brewing TV show, Yin's Brewing. We're, uh, we're yes. finally We're finally online in a more watchable format. <laughs> Yin's guys brewing? Yeah. Uh, check that out on mca-tv.org. Episode one is available now, and I believe episode two, three, and four should be following in the coming weeks. Yes. So check it out. It's a yes. good time. Yes. I'm Try excited to check it out. Try it out. All right. Until next week. Yes. Goodbye. <laughs> Where Hitler? <laughs> <laughs>